Hi everyone, welcome to Wildly Becoming. I'm your host, Rachel Bain. Our stories hold the power to help others overcome. Join us each week to hear incredible real life stories from our guests. We are wildly becoming who God created us to be. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Rachel here and our amazing guest, Jill Cotterman. I think at this point, she may actually be a co-host, which would be pretty awesome I if I can. I am. <laughs> if we can talk her into that. And as always, we want to thank our generous sponsor, Sweet Honey Hallelujah. You can check out my friend Mackenzie's art on Instagram. Look up Sweet Honey Hallelujah. She specializes in hand lettering, hand-painted designs, floral work, murals, and all kinds of really cool custom work. So check that out. That's a cool name. Yeah, it is a cool name, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, I like that. So today, Jill and I are going to be talking about a super important topic, prayer. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Along with prayer, we are going to talk about boldness and obedience, too. I know everybody, don't you dare turn the podcast off now that you heard the word obedience. So if I was to name this episode, this is really funny, but only older people will know what this is. If I would name this episode, I would call it the bold and the beautiful. Old. (laughs) I'm just saying anybody tuning in that's like 18 is like bold and beautiful. So Jill and I have been following Craig Rochelle. He wrote a book a few years ago called Dangerous Prayers, and there is a sermon series on YouTube following that book. If you want to check that out, you can find it on YouTube. That's Craig Rochelle, Dangerous Prayers. And he's talking about prayers, asking God to make people bold. So Jill and I, (laughs) naturally, during one of our... (laughs) two-hour phone conversations, started talking about prayer and the power of prayer and why we don't tap into that. Yeah. It's so easy and it's right there and it's it's one of the simplest things we can do. (laughs) Prayer is one of the simple things we can do. The problem is we complicate it as humans. Yes. Truly. Yep. Talking to Jesus like we are talking to one another right now. Mm-hmm. Having communication with him. You've heard it said for years, if you've ever been to church, like, would you have a best friend and not talk to them? How well would that relationship go? Yeah. Same thing with Jesus. And I think that Satan likes to stop us right in our tracks in that area because there is so much power in prayer. We hear stories from our friends that tell us, even at their church, the pastor wants, you know, fellowship time instead of prayer time before service. We've met people that think they're not worthy of asking for things in prayer. I run across that a lot. People, they'll pray for other people, but they never pray for themselves, you know, which I don't know. I think that's kind of sad. I think God wants us to talk to him for us. You know, you go to your dad for you. I mean, it's like, you know, dad can have the keys to the car. Well, why not say, you know, hey, I'm a father. Can I have the keys to the car and life and just, you know, all that wisdom? You just need it. Yeah, that is so true. So true. And I think it's sad, too, that people think that they can't ask. Mm -hmm. There are so many scriptures in the Bible that talk about prayer. 
there's no way I could actually just pick out one specifically, but we can go over a couple today. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's a good one. That's a lot to dissect there, but mm-hmm, we do, is. if we're focusing on prayer today, because those that know me know I have a squirrel brain, it's very easy for me to get off topic. Mm-hmm. I would love to dissect that, but just focusing on prayer in that verse, pray continually. And then if you go to Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Here we are again being told to go and present our requests to God so people don't have to feel guilty or bad about praying for themselves. You know, I've met a lot of people over the years that would pray for everyone, like you were saying, Jill, except themselves. Mm -hmm. And we could go on and on and on, you know, Colossians 4, 2, devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So we see here that gratitude is a big part of that prayer process, being thankful and grateful. So Jill, if we were to talk about boldness today and obedience and prayer, can you think of maybe a time that you said a bold prayer, which Craig Rochelle would call a dangerous prayer? <laughs> And we'll talk about that, well, why it's dangerous. Let's see. Yeah, I'm a little older. So throughout my life, I would say I've had many, many dangerous prayers from wanting to know truth in something that, that I knew would be really hard to hear. You know, like life changing could change my family, can change my life circumstance, but still praying, you know, God, I, I want the truth and, and being shown that truth. That type of thing. Praying for, you know, my house even. You know, I purchased my first home by myself and just, that was a a chaotic mess. And people were telling me, no, no, no. The realtors, the, you know, everything was not looking too great. But the continuing prayer on that and then stepping out in faith on that. And I mean, it just, it kind of snowballs into the bravery of it all. So what, do you, what about the you? The bravery of yeah, it Yeah, because sometimes when you boldly pray and ask for something, uh, one of my friends told me, you be prepared for the answer, you know? What about yeah. you? Mm-hmm. Um, so recently, actually right before I have had that book and I haven't read it yet, I need to, but I went to the YouTube and started watching the sermons on that series, Dangerous Prayers. So I had started praying a dangerous, bold prayer without even realizing how bold it really was. And that was asking the Lord. You know, a lot of times in this faith journey, we can think we've got it all together. We're doing things right. I definitely don't feel like I always have it all together. (laughs) But if you don't have, like, we've talked before And some of my Bible studies, you know, we often try to have this sin scale, right? Like, I think we talked about that in a previous episode even. Mm -hmm. But we rate sin on a scale as humans do. Sin is sin. But when you're cruising along with life, you may not recognize an area that you're not being obedient to the Lord. Maybe he's trying to get your awareness in an area. And so 
I was convicted one morning when I read a devotional by Pastor Patrick Weaver. <laughs> He's a fireball. <sighs> and Jill and I follow his page and we literally tag each other and call each other cracking up all the time because we're like is he in our head yeah he's scary yeah he's like scary accurate I'm like he's a little too into yeah. with the spirit if that's possible but so I felt convicted because he was talking about like not being obedient and so I started praying that morning Lord where am I being disobedient God where am I being disobedient and oof oh boy yeah that was a dangerous prayer. I felt a little beat up. I mean, no, the Holy Spirit is gentle. Uh, God, sometimes you do get a spiritual spanking. Yeah. I mean, God's yeah. word is a two-edged sword mm -hmm. and that's for our own good, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. God disciplines those he loves. So yes. anyways, the Lord revealed to me not just one area, not just two areas, but three. So really... I had work to do in these areas and it wasn't, you know, one of those big flashing lights that would be super obvious in the areas where I was being disobedient. And so I have prayed for boldness over the years. And one thing that Craig Rochelle points out that I really loved is that when you start praying these bold prayers, that you are going to face opposition, we are in a spiritual war. Mm -hmm. And so that's not said to frighten anyone because we know with God, we never lose. We always win. But if you look at Peter, Peter obeyed and he faced opposition. He was martyred. Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage everyone <laughs> listening today, if you are a Christ follower and you have been praying bold prayers, dangerous prayers, if you've been striving to be obedient and that's your heart's desire, we just want to encourage you that all of our present sufferings cannot compare to the glory that's coming. And it is worth it. It is absolutely worth it in the end to be bold and be brave and pray those dangerous prayers. Maybe for some of you, a dangerous prayer looks like something simple. So Rachel and I were just sort of talking and um, she kind of named them popcorn prayers because I was just like, she would say, oh, can you pray about this? And I would just pop in and I'm, you know, not pop in, but I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, and, and say, you know, something very quick. And it, it wasn't like something, you know, some grandiose thing where you just, you know, like candles and get on my knees and all those other things, not saying those are things are wrong. I'm saying they're not, you know, it's easier than picking up a phone. You could just really, truly talk to our creator. And, you know, I would just come to him like I'm talking to my best friend, you know, and say, you know, Lord, we really need this. Or could you protect so-and-so from this? Or could you give somebody wisdom? Or I need myself, Lord, I need discernment. And it's amazing that even sometimes those prayers are answered so quickly. And also, sometimes they're not answered quickly. And then also, you have to sort of think about the continuation of the same prayer. Then we could even talk about like prayer and fasting, because I know myself to truly move mountains, the power of prayer and fasting together. And it amazes me when I look back and see things in my life, in my children's life that I've prayed for and fasted over 
that to see God move and you know that it is no other explanation other than the Lord. I mean, you cannot, there's nothing that you could explain things away other than our creator has done some movement and something absolutely amazing. I was praying and fasting for my daughter and she actually had a dream and she's not even in this under my roof. She had a dream and it was like God was just giving her a message. I mean, just things like that, that you cannot, you know, you just can't explain that. There's nothing else other than God, the father that did that. Yeah, absolutely. The supernatural. Mm -hmm. And he is the miracle maker. Absolutely. And miracles still take place today. So another really encouraging scripture I wanted to share is Jeremiah 29, 12. And most people know Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, God has good plans for your life, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Well, Jeremiah 29, 12, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Uh, And that is a beautiful reminder to everyone listening to us today that if you ever feel like God does not hear you and he does not hear your prayers, mm -hmm. that is a lie from the enemy. God absolutely hears every single prayer. He catches every single tear and Mm -hmm. he is faithful. So that encourages me because I know that we've probably all been enduring in a season, you know. Especially since we just had the suicide. Yeah, um, the suicide awareness podcast episode. Yes. For somebody that's in that and you feel like, or suffering from any depression or any type of, wherever you are in life, that you are heard. Because I think a lot of people think that they're not heard. They're not going to be heard. They're, you know, why, why I'm, you know, not worthy of it. But that is such a lie. It really is. You are, you're heard. You yeah. know, even Jesus prayed, which I love that. I love knowing that Jesus prayed. Absolutely. You know? He made it important and mm-hmm. part of his routine. Yes. And that should show us that it's also important for us in our routine. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. In our lives. So if you are listening today, prayer, I feel like, is such a vast, huge topic that we could really probably talk about for 10 weeks. But there are two things. One, if you're listening today and you're new in your faith, we want to encourage you just begin starting small. Like, God, thank you for this day of life. Thank you for this food. God, please help me today at work. Lord, help me in this area I'm struggling or praying for your family member or your friend. Remember, it's good to pray for yourself as well. And it's necessary It doesn't mean that you're being selfish. So don't feel bad about that. I've met a lot of people like that over the years. The other thing is, if you've been in a relationship with Christ for quite a while, I want to challenge you today to start praying dangerous prayers. Ask God to give you boldness. Ask God to help you be obedient. Step out of your comfort zone for Christ. And don't get complacent because complacency kills. So keep pursuing the Father boldly, dangerous prayers. I'm really excited to read that book. Before we go today, Jill and I would like to talk about unanswered prayers. I've known many people that have felt as though God did not hear their prayer because it was unanswered. 
even in my own personal life, with both of my parents passing and my marriage failing, oftentimes I have wondered, God, why didn't you answer that prayer? And Jill and I have been talking about this. Jill, didn't you have a few examples as well? Um, Yes. So, you know, going on my personal experiences, I've myself prayed for my marriage, people to have a changed heart, the loss of loved ones. There's so many unanswered prayers in, you know, obviously in all of our lives. I believe we have a lot of unanswered prayers. I think that I'm also grateful for a lot of the unanswered prayers because, wow, what I prayed for really, really hard, I'm so thankful that it didn't turn out that way because obviously God knew way better. And I look back at the disaster my life would have been if God would have answered them in the way that I wanted them to be answered in. So there's that. But again, when we go back to that whole, you know, you're praying for somebody that's ill and God doesn't heal them or, you know, a death that you're unexpected. But then I look at, you know, I was giving Rachel the example on the way up here of, you know, I was praying for my grandmother, not you know, you don't want them to die, but she would also wake up every day and you could see it in her eyes that she wished she was no longer here on earth. So there's that, you know, the selfishness in me wanted her to be here still, but that's just, you know, and I said people that, you know, they pass on. You had told me that they're better off than we are still remaining here because they're in perfect peace with Jesus. Right. And I can definitely attest to that with both of my parents. You know, my mother passed away on Christmas Eve unexpectedly. And though I selfishly do want her here with us, I know that she is with Jesus. And for years, she struggled. She was disabled and she was in so much pain. And knowing that she doesn't have to suffer anymore, that does give me comfort. But obviously, the grief and loss cycle is a monster. Yes, yes. And like with marriage, a lot of people have said, why didn't God save my marriage? Why didn't he hear my prayers? I prayed, I fasted. Well, people also get to make their own choices. God will not force himself upon people. Right. And that's something we have to remember too, is that we really want to drive home today that God sees you. He hears you. He hears every single prayer and he has not left you. This life, one thing we can be sure of is that sometimes it does not go the way that we hoped and dreamed and planned, but we have to remember that God is still good and he does still have a plan. He didn't take both of my parents unexpectedly to cause me pain and hurt me. God knows the end before the beginning. And that's where we have to trust him. And that's where our faith comes into play. So we really wanted to encourage your hearts today that if that's you and you've been wrestling with that, that you know that just because God didn't answer your prayer the way you wanted it to be answered, he heard, he cares, and he loves you. Yes. And Jill, is there anything that you would like to encourage people with? I would just say that you cannot do it wrong. It is simple. What a gift that is. Just, you're not going to get it wrong. Absolutely. You might get it wrong by not doing it. The chaplain at DCI, I preached in women's prison for five years, and she would say, prayerless lives 
are powerless lives. Mm, But prayerful lives are powerful lives. So we just want to encourage you to begin to tap into the power of prayer. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Rachel Bain Ministries page on Facebook and Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Jill, thank you for being a part of my shenanigans again. One last question before we go. No. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What is the wildest thing you have ever done? No. Uh, Let's see. The wildest thing I've ever done? Mm. I probably can't remember it. (laughs) That was before Christ. Okay. Uh, What is something wild you've done for Christ? Let's see. I would just say that... You wrote music. It was published. Oh, yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everyone can um, do that. That's true. Okay, Rachel and I were talking about this. How we listen to that no in our head. And this kind of goes in with that whole prayer. So I have a teacher who, he's actually a Grammy winner. He is a singer-songwriter. And we were sort of throwing words back and forth on Facebook. And long story short, it turned out into making, okay, let's write some songs. But in my head, I was like, oh, I can't do that. He's amazing. He knows what he's doing. And I'm like new at this. And I don't know what I'm doing. And I just made myself silence for a minute. And I started to pray. And I was like, you know what? I really felt God was saying, stop listening to all the no's in your head and um, step out and just believe in me, I got you. So I did. And that day we wrote like five songs. We're done within that day. I was just giving him words and he's amazing. I mean, let's face it. It's JC Snars. He's just amazing. So long story short, he ends up actually using two of these on two different CDs, two songs, two different CDs. So, I mean, I think that's pretty cool because if I didn't listen to God telling me to stop listening to the no's, then I would not have like stepped out in that and continued to do that. Plus, it was just a neat experience, you know? I love it. I think that is pretty wild. Thank you for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Again today, I love doing these shows with you. And huge thanks to our sponsor, Sweet Honey Hallelujah. Check out Mackenzie's Art on Instagram. Thank you. Yeah, it's a cool name. Uh Thank you all so much for listening. And we are excited for our next podcast about coveting. Make sure you tune in. You might be surprised. Thanks. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Rachel Bain Ministries. Send me a message or leave a comment and I'd love to get back to you. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast by clicking the subscribe button. Remember, you are wildly becoming who God created you to be. The Shine FM Podcast Network.